Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Oh, some motherfuckers always trying to ice skate uphill. This is the Luke and Pete Show. I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joined by Luke Moore. And it is a Thursday, which means, boys, battery brands and the best of your emails. All bees. All the bees. Bees. Emails. Emails. Any bees emailed in? Got any BBs? Got any, Got any BBs, emails? mate? Um, what's been going on, Peter? Oh, Luke, I am obsessed with uh, a YouTube channel uh, called The Hoof GP. Yeah, I did see this in the running order, uh, or the piece of paper that we have, which has got people's emails on it. <laughs> and um, I, you just wrote, "I'm big. I've been big into hoof cysts hoof this week." Hoof cysts, yeah. And then I was in the office earlier, and um, Rory and Katie, bless them, said, "Oh, have you seen that thing, Pete?" Put in those. It's a bit gross. I was like, "I haven't looked at it. I have not right, looked at okay. it." So if you're gonna give, if you're gonna justify, what, they've got eyes on it. They've got eyes on our little running order. I gave, I'll not have this. I gave Rory. I shared it with Rory yesterday because right, okay. he asked me to. Yeah. Um, and they put me off it. So it's got to the point now where we are making shows mm. where other colleagues are putting me off things you're putting in the running order. Like, don't, <laughs> don't click on that. Don't click on it. Look, so explain yourself. They're much younger than us, and they haven't, you know, they haven't experienced the world. I've had to work up to this. I wouldn't have been able to deal with that when I was 22. No way. I feel, I feel, I feel sick just watching it now, but I'm getting through it. <laughs> so what are we telling people about it? The Hoof GP. He's just uh, gone over uh, one million subs because it's it's. It's has he ma- really? Yes, he has. Fucking hell. 1.1. And, and also my top tip for uh, for, for, for um, great YouTubery about a year ago, uh, he's just gotten over a, 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 a 1 million there. The guy who works in Tring um, fixing shoes, he's over one, 1 million now. People well, like people who can do shit. Yeah, that's true. I don't mind that. Proper craftsman. What I would like to know is whether the Hoof GP, who hmm. presumably is some kind of vet, yeah. is essentially humiliating his patients in this way, presumably without their permission. I mean, it's, it's fairly anonymous. It's just hooves, mate. I think, Isn't it? I think it's, it's just sit, hooves. I think if if someone knew me, they could identify me by my hoof. <laughs> so what's he doing? Just fixing hooves? So he's a man who um, will turn up at a farmer's residence and if one of the, and, and if the cow is walking a bit funny, he'll put um, their foot in a, a stock, I suppose, and uh, basically, just fix up the um, fix up the hoof. And hooves, it seems, can have so many issues with them. Uh, frequently, underneath the soft kind of like keratin, I suppose it would be uh, of the hoof. Um, there's, I mean, there's stones that can get lodged in there. Yeah. Uh, there's infections that can just, you know, sometimes they'll just sort of they'll be cutting away at a, at, a, at a cow's poorly hoof, uh, and there'll just be an explosion of yellow pus, and it's just. <sighs> 
It just, but if you've ever had a lumpy cyst or a or spot or something, the relief, Luke, the relief when it when it, when when it when the tension leaves you, and 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 if you're a spotty guy uh, or gal out there, you know how it feels. You know how it feels when that starts to drain. You're like, oh, lovely. Um, is that and, his main his main content? Is exploding cysts on hooves. Puss uh, is some of the uh, is some of the uh, video titles. Puss squirts out of huge bull's foot. Oh. Uh, vet lances abscess on bull's foot. Uh, yeah, what is under the black opening in this cow's hoof? <laughs> it's it, uh, sub patrons uh, only. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you for now. It's probably bubbles of pus. Yeah, uh, but it's uh, yeah, it's incredible. It's just like uh, it like these 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 cows just have very painful lumps and. And, and stuff, and and this guy is just a, a a bit of a genius. He manages to he knows what to do with every single cow's hoof, even ones that you would sort of go, that cow needs to be put down because half his foot's missing. This guy will rescue your cow uh, from from a from a fate worse than death. So when I watched um, Clarkson's Farm on Amazon Prime, mm. which is very good, one of the big plot points in one of the episodes is about the problems with hooves that sheep have. He's got sheep, yeah, and it was actually quite revealing how prevalent that kind of thing was but mm. now you're kind of talking about it it doesn't really make sense because they spend all their time outside they're mm. walking around doing their thing they obviously don't have the tools to, be able to fix it themselves so it kind of makes sense what I'm more concerned about is I mean a million subscribers even in 2021 on YouTube is a lot right uh, it's a decent it's a decent return yeah that many people interested in it well, it, because it's quite. Because uh, I didn't know that um, you know that that who's got into so much bother. And I don't know how, and, and they fix them in such a, um, you know, they'll just glue a, like what looks like the, the underside of a Clark's shoe uh, on on one side of it, so <laughs> that, so that the cow doesn't kind of favour one side of the hoof. Just uh, even up, it, like you would put a piece of paper under a table. There. Yeah, pretty much. And Is it, it like and that? Then, and then they just carve out, carve out, and then put this um, powdered. Uh, antibiotics and antiseptic kind of stuff on top of it, like a like a it just looks like flour, right? Like I think it's silic acid or salic acid, I can't remember what we call it. So in, on, in Clarkson's farm with the sheep, it's like a blue spray, yes. like spray paint. Yeah, yeah. So uses a lot of that okay. um, on the cow's hooves. But it's just it's just fascinating that they 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 cut basically just it's just like a fingernail, isn't it? They just cut yeah. back these nails, and it's just that it, there's something horrific about it because the the the, the white hoof turns quite pink quite quickly as you pull it back as it goes back to the blood vessels and stuff but it's it look it's 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 a little bit dr pimple popper yeah it's, uh, a, it's a little bit uh just you know the, the shoe guy who just fixes uh, shoes and stuff it's, it's combined them i lo- i love watching abscesses be drained at the best of times and if and if this guy's making uh an animal that, that, that that's doing no harm itself that's you know that, that, that just needs that blessed relief um, I think it's a very satisfying and, and worthy uh, thing to be filmed. So when in Transformers... And if I masturbate to it, that's my business. <laughs> when, tra- <laughs> when Transformers um, had that plot point where Hot Rod mm. and Optimus Prime combined right? and Hot Rod became Rodimus Prime. Rodimus Prime. Yeah. Good um, God. This is like Dr. Pimple Popper and yeah. the shoe guy becoming the hoof GP. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. no, massively. Yeah. Marvel, isn't it? It's, like, <laughs> it's, it's, it's what we it's all It's the need. hoof cinematic universe. Yeah. The biggest stone ever pulled out this cow's foot. Is it the biggest stone ever though? Probably no. not. Is it? Is it the most infected axial wall fissure? Could, we just listen, don't know. Tune in to find out. Yeah. Speaking of um, animals in states of not going to say states of distress because in this case the animals mm. are already dead. My my friend uh, Woody, I've told you about before, who is part of a little science project for his kids, mm. buries skulls, heads in the back garden of animals, yes. yeah, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. they they they, they 
dig them up and mm. um, bleach them and work Throw out the anatomy and stuff. Uh, yeah. He, uh, for those who don't quite remember, you may remember this, to, this may jog your memory. Um, a year or so ago, he was at the beach with his, um, with his wife and their two sons and uh, there was a couple of dead animals on the beach mm. and uh, there was a big um, negotiation um, between him and his wife. Yeah. He wanted um, two dead ospreys, a seagull and a seal. Mm-hmm. And she said, you can have two Choose ospreys. Me. You're not having the fucking seal. Right. Because um, we'll never get the smell out of the car. Yeah. Um, a lot so, of blubber in but that. But be okay. happy with your ospreys. And he took his ospreys and he's got them now up on the mantelpiece. <laughs> anyway, I saw him on Friday. Right. We went to go and see our friend Blair. He's only, he's only got that seal. <laughs> he's only found that seal and brought it back. <laughs> no, no, but listen, it's almost as good. We went to go and see our friend Blair, uh, <laughs> who's a singer-songwriter, folk musician, um, down in uh, Sutton. And we were chatting away. And I said, how are you getting on with your animal heads? He said, well, I've got some exciting news. Uh, I promise you it's absolutely true. Mm. He actually waited for his wife to go to the bar before he told us this. Uh, <laughs> he said, I've been in touch with a crocodile farm in Norfolk. Right. And they, he lives, got, no, he lives nowhere near He lives Norfolk. nowhere near, yeah. Um, they are potentially open to the idea that when um, a couple of crocodiles pass away mm. for a fee and provided he drives up there and picks them up and drives them back again, yeah. he may even have a couple of adult crocodile heads. Okay, right. Uh, which he can bury in the garden. He's got a big old garden. Yeah. And uh, do the thing with them. How cool would that be? Uh, well, it depends on your, your level of cool, I suppose. But I just always think that with, with crocodiles, they look so dry anyway. You could probably just leave them out in the Leathery. sun. Leathery. Yeah, just leave them out in the sun. I don't think they'd li- liquefy or nothing. What he said was, uh, um, <laughs> he says, if you really want to get them proper bleach, like white, <laughs> yeah. you have to really boil them. Because if you bury them and let nature take its course, which he's very keen I to do. I hope he does it outside. I'm boiling it out. No, dad, he doesn't do the boiling. You come in and your dad bo- is boiling, boiling an ahead. alligator. Yeah. He doesn't do, he doesn't do the, bo- it was a crocodile. He doesn't do the right. boiling because, um, because he said it's just a bit fucking grim. But if you, the point being, that if you bury them and let nature take its course, which he's very keen to do because of the educational element, mm. the, the flesh kind of stains the bone over time. Right. It's very difficult to get yeah. it. Get it properly white. Anyway, he also said. I mean, he's a, he's a pretty singular character, Woody. He also said that um, he got in a bit of trouble last week because he he decided when he was a kid he really wanted to see what it would be like to eat a kilogram of dairy milk. So as an adult, and now he's got the means, he tried to do that, mm. and it was really difficult. <laughs> but anyway, if I can get some photos of the heads, I will try for you guys. Mm. Um, and particularly the the crocodile head will very much be the end of level boss of this project. I would have thought. Yeah. Um, and we'll see. We'll see how he goes. But I, th- I just think it's quite an interesting little project. He's got foxes. He's got ospreys. He's got little squirrels. He's got mm. all sorts. All natural causes. Yeah. All otherwise we don't know that in the trash. He just, just discovers them. I trust him. He just. Did. I trust him. So it's quite <laughs> uh, quite interesting that. Would you, would you be interested in doing something like that, Pete? Or are you just not as much into kind of? That I'm not really into sort of ta- anything sort of taxidermy. I'm I'm not really sort of uh, you know I, I said it before when I was at the zoo and almost stole a. Um, a chimpanzee uh, fetus but other than that yeah that's I mean that probably needs further clarification Pete uh, I mean it's wh- whichever way you think about it it's quite weird isn't it yeah yeah. What, what, in the what, cupboard there was just a load of um, chimpanzee fetuses I was like well in jars you've got lords in jars yeah so like, should, guys you've got lords let so me have one very much like a Karl Marx approach <laughs> just like let's share the, property is theft let's share it all around <laughs> everyone uh, should be entitled to one every family should have a chimp fetus yeah but it's a jar we went, of formaldehyde already. Yeah, because we went one way, the chimps went the other way. Let's have a let's jar com- of them. Let's commemorate it. Exactly. <laughs> let's absolutely commemorate it. <laughs> I was also thinking, by the way, over the weekend, that um, you know all these billionaires are going into space. Yeah. I don't mind Shatner's it. gone up, isn't he, soon? He's gone. Is he gone? Went and come back. Yeah. Did he come back? Is he's, he all right? He's okay, yeah. Okay. I um, thought, you, you do worry about someone's ticker. 
yeah. experiencing uh, such craziness. I imagine the PR would be an absolute disaster, so I'm pretty sure he would have done some <laughs> medical checks. Yeah. But I, I don't mind necessarily the old um, going into space in the giant penis, which I think is quite funny. <laughs> and of course, space travel has got an amazing lot of benefits for people here on Earth. I get all that. Mm. But what I was thinking was, why aren't they doing really actually actually cool stuff? Like, why doesn't a billionaire remake the Titanic, right? That would be good, wouldn't it? Uh, what? Yeah. We make it exactly as it was before. Would it not be? That'd be hugely popular. People were obsessed with the fucking Titanic. Anyway, I checked it out, and I'll get get your thoughts in a minute. But apparently, there's a theme park in China as of May of 2021, so very mm. recently, that is actually um building one, but it doesn't sail. Yes, it's just okay, in there, yeah, as a, yeah, so it's yeah. exactly the same as mm. it would have been, but it doesn't sail. So you just go on it for the gram. I guess for just for people who want to experience a dinner on it or yeah. a concert or whatever the fuck. Mm. But wouldn't it be fucking cool? If you were a multi-multi-billionaire, would you not just do stuff like that? Um, well, yeah. It's not as exciting as going into space, is it? And also, like, the Titanic's been done. Done and failed. Um, and the Space is nothing up there. There's, yeah, but there's, no, there's nothing to be gained by making a Titanic, is there? Sail it around. Go Sail where you want. Around. Go, Go where you want. Yeah. They'd already do. I just, I just think, I think, how much did the... I'm going to type in... How much did the Titanic cost? Right. So, um, well, so this one, this one that's being rebuilt, four hundred million to construct. That's not that much money, really, for a millionaire, is it? Well, this one being rebuilt is um, one hundred and fifty-three million dollars, right, to be reconstructed exactly as it was before. But it, I don't not think watertight. it can save. Doesn't have to be watertight. That's save a lot of money like that. Whoa! What did I just do there? I think I must have just cajoled my uh, headphones to make them really loud. I uh, thought you'd, I thought you'd managed to become incredibly loud. Likely. Just by just it is likely, speaking. it's me you're talking to. <laughs> but so you're saying for a multi multi billionaire, four hundred million is a good fair chunk, isn't it? It's a, it's a good chunk, but I just don't think you get you get a, you don't get a return. People like, I mean, this is just a theme restaurant. You may as well just open like a Fontley Towers one in Edinburgh or something. You know what, what would you do? Uh, what with four hundred? Would you million? go into space? If you're a billionaire, I'd go into space. Yeah, would you? Yeah. What would you do up there? Fuck about pop a hoof down, <laughs> in zero gravity. get a horse up, pop a hoof to be cyst juice. In all of the instruments. You've enjoyed the hoof GP. Yeah. <laughs> what about the zero gravity hoof GP? <laughs> Didn't the Russians go up and uh, they filmed, uh, I think... A movie, apparently. They filmed yeah. a movie, a part of a movie in, in zero gravity or something. Yeah, because I heard that the uh, International Space Exciting. Station were really pissed off about it. Because they're it's, like, this is a working laboratory, what are you fucking doing? Yeah, this is. it's all just very much... Um, people are just messing around now. No one's getting anything done. They're but, just dicking about. But there's, a, there's, a, um, there's obviously an underlying issue with human exploration to to... Places like I don't know, like a foreign planet, an extraterrestrial planet, or whatever, because what humans can actually sustain is very limited. Mm. So there's a guy called Avi Loeb, who um, is a very actually quite controversial um, scientist. But he was saying one of the things he said, which is quite interesting, is he said that if you are going to experience extraterrestrial activity, it's overwhelmingly likely to be mechanical or um, non-organic. Because if you build something like a satellite or yeah, a spaceship, well, yeah. that's going to last for millions of years. Mm. And a human being just decays into dust relatively quickly mm. and they can't really go anywhere, right? So if, 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 a, if a... I mean, I guess it's, it assumes that organic terrest- extraterrestrials have, have, have evolved in this relatively similar way to us. Mm. But we're, we've evolved because of the way our planet is. And if a planet is very similar, understandably... The other extraterrestrials are going to be have evolved in a similar way. So there's going to be limitations of what they can do. Yeah. The point being, there was a um, a 
a foreign body that entered the solar system a while back that came from outside the solar system. That's quite rare for us to see that. Mm. And it was a really weird shape. And this Abby Loeb was saying, look, you should check this for radio signals because it could be of extraterrestrial origin. Mm. And it's far more likely to um, to have been created somewhere and sent rather than it... Send like an alien life. Yeah, because you, would, yeah. You, wouldn't, you wouldn't do it. No, nah, no. Nah. No so point. Anyway, they radio, they radio contacted it and nothing came back and they think right. it's probably just a weirdly shaped comet or something. But the point being... What they said about me. The point being that it's a limit to what humans can do because mm. they can't go anywhere, can they? I mean, even Mars, it'll take ages. I mean, they, yeah. I mean, humans can go to Mars under current technology, mm. but the psychological effects would be really damaging. How long would it take? It's, I think it's six months. Right. Something like that. Okay. But it depends on the technology you use yeah. and stuff. But one of the things I found really interesting is that, um, do you know how, um, how satellites and probes and stuff are powered once they're up and out there? Um, solar power presumably no no it's not it's like it's like a variation of nuclear power oh okay so yeah. like it's it's like a, an isotope that was manufactured quite heavily during the cold war mm. and it's not used as much now because of um, because I think the cold obviously the cold war's ramped down so there's no not as much use for it mm. but it's like this this, um, this little piece of radioactive isotope that the half life is years like hundreds of years and it, and it just gives out a little bit of energy mm. that powers all the electronics and stuff. Yeah, and it, and it essentially, yeah. really, for the purposes of what it's trying to do, goes indefinitely. Mm. Absolutely fascinating, I Interesting, thought. Interesting, yeah. I thought, I presumed everything would have a little, little uh, like those sunflowers um, that you used to get in the 90s, a little, little cell. Oh, a little yeah, that's what you mean. cell, used yeah, to yeah. dance. So, so the, the, um, the probe, the stuff it uses is PU238, which is basically called a radioisotope thermoelectric generator. Mm. And it generates heat and power electrically, um, but um, we don't have that much of it now because it's not been manufactured. And also, one of the biggest issues with um, with um, flying up into space as well is the use of liquid oxygen, right? Liquid oxygen is what's used for a lot of these rockets, mm. and there's hardly any left, relatively speaking. You want to know why? Uh, is it the same as helium? The Americans sold it off in the 70s. No, right. it is because of the COVID epidemic. Ventilators uh, use liquid oxygen that to be reappropriated for ventilators all around the world. Right, okay. So we've run short. So well, anyway, I don't know what we got onto that. Got any oxygen? Give us some oxygen, yeah. Yeah. So Give us the was... oxygen of publicity. Put a review on the iTunes. That was a us. very, very poor and inaccurate and probably incomplete um, mm-hmm. discussion about space travel. You're welcome. <laughs> Completely impromptu. Yeah. Um, um, we're going to take a break. We we'll will. Right with you, and we'll be back with some battery brands and some more of your excellent emails. I was going to say the only power we're interested in, fucking double A battery. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, I'm Hazel Hayes. And I'm Sheehan Todd. And welcome to our brand new podcast, We're Not Fucking Historians. It sounds like I'm saying we're not fucking historians. Yeah, we're saying we're not experts. We're not historians ourselves. Not that we're not having sex with historians. No historians getting fucked on this pod. Zero historians getting fucked on this podcast. We are, in fact, your alternative guide to Irish history. Every week we prize open the history books and find a new tale from the Emerald Isle's colourful past. We're exploring Ireland's traditions, its rich heritage and its long, proud history of being invaded by literally anyone with a boat. 
the Vikings were showing up at the monastery going, where's that booty? The earliest booty it's call. <laughs> it's the booty call you didn't want. <laughs> 50 Scandinavian Vikings showed up. Or our biggest celeb, St. Paddy. He says he prayed up to 100 times a day and sometimes during the night. <laughs> That's what a five-year-old would say. I prayed 100 times, I swear. Patrick also said he was fastest in his slippers. <laughs> He's a fucking belly bullshitter. <laughs> if, like us, you're the kind of person who's interested in history, but not so interested that you'd go read a book about it or listen to actual experts, then this is the show for you. This is history done differently, with a couple of facts and plenty of crack. So, join us on our journey through Ireland's past. Search We're Not Fucking Historians on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And remember... We're not, we're fucking, not historians. fucking historians. <laughs> Sorry, I was far too fast there. We're Not Fucking Historians is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. And we're back. It's the Luke and Pete Show. It is a Thursday. I do hope you're keeping in fine fettle whenever and wherever you are consuming this particular piece of audio brilliance. Uh, we got some emails from battery brand fans. People are opening up smoke alarms. People are opening up... Um, <laughs> An unintended consequence. <laughs> they're throwing their batteries in the bin because they haven't satisfied the Luke and Pete high bar. Uh, for brand new battery brands, uh, sorry for keeping your um, making your homes much more uh, unsafe. Uh, what have we had uh, from from the internet, uh, Luke? Right, so I'll, I'll read them out. You mm. can do the old search to see if they're new. Chris Bryan from Delaware. Mm. I think it's the first time I've ever heard, apart from Joe Biden, of course, of anyone. But it's definitely the first time anyone's got in touch with any of our shows from Delaware. Right. Okay. So yeah. That's, yeah, that's great. Fair. Thank you very much for that, Chris. He submits Vinergy, V-I-N-E-R-G-Y. He asks, have they obtained their sight of electrons from grapes? <laughs> and that would certainly be a form of green energy. I do hope this is new to you and may well be, as these were removed from a bicycle headlight purchased almost 20 years ago <laughs> and only changed for the first time today. Great. Listen, great battery, if that's the case. Yeah, yeah. New? Uh, it is a new one. It yes, new Chris. One. Yes, it was submitted for the first time two days ago. Thank you, Chris Bryan, for uh, getting involved there. Yeah, very much. Mm. Uh, very much enjoy that. It's a f- great to have a new player on a Thursday. Yep. Loz Bain. Hello to you, Loz. GP Supercell. At 3am, not one but two smoke alarms decided to chirp throughout the night. So I removed the batteries and they were GP Supercells. I can almost certainly tell you, Loz, even off the top of my head, that they are not new players. No, they're not new players, unfortunately. Sorry uh, for... Sorry for, uh, well, I'm, I was sorry for putting them in, in the running order, to be quite frank, because you let everyone down there. Yeah. Mm. Um, Matt and Silvano, um, active energy 1.5 volt. Uh, today <laughs> yeah. we were demonstrating our company's wares to a customer. We discovered a battery in the door compartment of our works demo van. Upon, expect, upon inspection, we both exchanged glances and knew what we needed to do. Active <laughs> energy 1.5 volt. No, uh, Mark Doherty, Dan Garella, uh, Mark uh, Matthew Joints, uh, and uh, Thomas Guy Lovett, Andrew Clark, Matt Benders, everyone's uh, got involved uh, with the old uh, Active Energy. Unfortunately, that's been uh, that's been put on the show about seven times. I've certainly been emailed to us anyway. Unlucky to you, Matt and Silvano, mm. um, but you don't win a raffle if you don't buy a ticket. So mm. good on you for getting in touch. Gustav Delort says, after going through lots of old electronics strewn throughout my gaff, I finally found what I hope is a new player residing in an electronic cheese grater, mm. Enod Todical, which I think he thinks I'm not going to know. Notice is Luke got done backwards. Nice try. Oh Gustav. no! It's a uh, 
it's a good effort, yeah. but not quite good enough, I'm afraid. Ah, you uh, shouldn't have written it in capital letters because no. I, I didn't spot it, but you clearly no. did. Yeah. Enod Togacol is not mm. the brand of a battery. It's Luke got done backwards. Well, I Luke didn't get be, done. I thought it might be Turkish. Listen, here's what I'd say. Enod Tog Vatsog. Mm. Gustav got done. Gustav. If that is your real name, which I suspect it isn't. Troll. Wait, Troll Ed... Edva, Edva, Edvat. What is it? Troll? Yeah, I tried to read it troll. backwards, but it doesn't really make any sense. Mm. Trolled, basically, is the, oh, is trolled, the surname. Vat, yeah. Vats, Vatsug. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. No, that, the does first it? one doesn't know. Yeah. Listen, we've had a new player. That's the headline here. Um, thank you very much to you, Chris, and thank you, everyone, <laughs> to, who, who sent in their authentic attempts uh, to provide a new battery <laughs> brand. We'll do some more at the same time next week. We're building yes. up quite the database now. Mm. Um, Pete, um, Sorry to completely dominate this section of the show, but I do want to do an email here which is about you, kind of, so it makes sense for me to read it. Mm. Uh, it's from James. James. Who lists himself as the Aussie Pete Donaldson. Um, because he got in touch before saying he thinks he's the Australian Pete Donaldson, mm -hmm. and we read his email out, and he's got back in touch saying, hello again, I have continued to associate myself as the Australian Pete Donaldson, and I'm back with another set of behaviours that I believe we share. <laughs> Some more information about me this time too. I'm a government worker, a budding DJ, a content creator wannabe, a football enthusiast as well. He says, these are the 10 reasons why I continue to be the Australian Pete Donaldson. <laughs> One, I love a fancy dress party. Right, yeah. That takes the box, doesn't it? Yeah. You still into those or have you kind of drifted out of that now? I'm going to have a Halloween party for Halloween. Uh, I may, and I mean may, resurrect my... Um, my uh, Edward Scissorhands. Edward hands. so... See how we go. See how we go. Is that a bit like, um, you know, Mike Flowers Pop still doing gigs and doing just doing one, his version of Wonderwall? <laughs> is, is he still doing it, though? Are you a one-hit wonder on the fancy dress front? Uh, yes, yeah, no, de definitely, yeah. I, I think I think uh, it it was epoch-defining, though. You do, you do Austin Powers, don't you? <laughs> and you do your Jack Sparrow as well. <laughs> <laughs> Number two, I also think people drink too much water these days. Yes, agree. Yeah. Number three, I love to explore and look around places when I'm drunk, particularly when I was younger. <laughs> you love and explore when you're drunk. You never stay yeah, still. Exactly. I find it hard to sleep on hot nights. Everyone does that. Yeah, that's everyone. Yeah. I don't usually have any bread in the house. That That's true. Is that yeah. still true now? No, because my partner has As a functioning a, adult. A lust for bread. Number six, I grew up with an Amiga computer. Mm, yeah, checks out. Uh, number seven, I never disagree with anyone I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. Agree. Number eight, I don't like receiving a gift from someone in a situation where I haven't got them a gift. I'd rather go, I'd rather die. Yeah. Uh, number nine, despite being a Japanophile, I don't like anime or manga. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And number 10, finally for now, I love a French exit from a party um, or a backdoor shuffle slash Irish exit as it's commonly known down under. Um, <laughs> P.S. I'm happy to be on the podcast if you need a fill-in for any reason. Cheers, James, the Aussie Pete Donaldson Harmer. I don't think we will need you on that, James. Thank you very much for the offer, though. That I mean, that that's... What if... He is kind of like, maybe he doesn't know it and I don't know it, but imagine if we were doing the exact same like arm movements or leg movements. Or At do, the same time. You know, in the exact thing with a complete mirror image of, of each other, down under, up under, up over. I've often wondered if, um, you know, if you, if, you know, they've cloned a sheep. Yeah. Dolly the sheep. Mm. If, um, if they cloned a human being, mm. so they cloned human being, two human beings, yeah. and put them exactly in the same environmental background for the first, say, don't know, 10 years of their life. Yeah. And made them fuck. No, Peter. What? 
I'm not saying that. Okay. I'm saying Say something then. How different? <laughs> how different would they be? How how close in similarities would they be mm. when they first met each other? Would they be trying to do the same stuff at the same time? <laughs> like complete mirror image. Because they're genetically uh, exactly the same. Yeah. And they've had the same upbringing. I suppose so. I mean, there must be someone in the world. Like they sort of say, um, there's someone in the world who's eaten the most more crisps than anyone else. <laughs> And they and they don't know it, and nobody knows it. But like, there must be someone who is your complete um, kind of physical body double, uh, yeah. and also walks the same way as you. Yeah. And if you saw two two people who had the exact same walk, I think it would be more eerie than than, than anyone would give it credit. I think for. it'd be absolutely chilling. Have you seen mm. the Jordan Peele film Us? Yes, I have. Yeah, the Do you know what I mean? Like that kind of yeah, stuff. yeah, that sort of stuff. Yeah, that'd be frightening. Mwah. I mean, it's frightening anyway. <laughs> um, I um, I'd also like to think that when you die, mm. when you shuffle off this simulation. Mm. I'd like to think that in the afterlife, you get access to all the stats about your life. Oh, like at the end of a video game. That'd say be brilliant. You've walked, like a Grand Theft Auto where you've found 17 secret packages, yeah. stolen this many cars. Yeah. How, many, yeah. how many minutes of Sunday football do they actually play? <laughs> how many completed passes? Right, you yeah, yeah, yeah. How yeah. many times did a member of the opposite sex genuinely find me attractive? Mm. You know, that kind of stuff. How many packets of crisps have I eaten? Mm. You know, um, what did, um, you know, what what was the, you know, the most successful pair of trainers I ever had? Most successful? As in like how, as in how many people thought they were cool? How comfortable right, were they? Okay. What support did they provide? It would be fascinating to know, like... The possibilities are endless. And the numbers would be very low, but like, it would be fascinating to know that when you walk into a room, who, how many people would sort of go, oh, that guy's okay looking. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That would be fascinating to know, wouldn't it? I mean, again, yeah. there'd be most rooms that'd be zero, but in my case, but... Wouldn't be the hardest one so, you've had, would you, so, you do sort of go, that would be very interesting. Even yeah. we, people with low self-esteem would probably feel a lot better about themselves if they knew that, I think. Yeah, because there's so much like um, social baggage, isn't mm. there? People have... No one's really totally honest about their entire ah, feeling. What if people see my my right calf? That's my worst bit. What oh. voice is what voice is that? I don't know. Yeah. The hopeful man. What and just things like how many pints of Guinness have I drunk? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff would be fascinating. Yeah. I don't know how we got onto this, but anyway, it would be interesting. Yeah. It would be very, very interesting. Um, there's an email here about turds. Do you want to squeeze it in? Yeah. <laughs> you go first. Or squeeze it out, I suppose. Right, then, yeah, cool. Um, let's have a look. Uh, evening, guys. Following on from uh, Pete's story about the soiled pants being left by house ga- uh, guest, I want to show you the fable of our friendly local neighbourhood defecator, who I have affectionately named Shat the Ripper. Huh. Uh, flashback to the dark days of lockdown in our fair lady London. The news was stacked with stories of public toilet closures causing citywide chaos leaving people caught short I live around the corner from a suburban tube station with night services so we have people often steaming passing by our windows at all hours of the night the only trail of destruction usually left behind is a sloppily tossed chicken box or a half drunk tinny left on a wall one Saturday night Sunday morning around 3am I heard a rustling grunting groaning outside and when I popped open the curtain there was a shadowy figure lurching across the shared driveway I didn't think anything of it and went back to sleep fast forward to later that morning and I'm heading out to the shops and was confronted by a pair of light blue Alessi or Aless uh, boxer shorts filled with toxic spelling wet turd. And when I say filled, I mean filled. Uh, one shovel and gagging session later, the soiled keks were in the uh, black bin and life returned to normal. About a week later, I went out to the garden and found the very same style of boxes, again filled with essence, which had, <laughs> lovely turn of phrase, uh, which had clearly been thrown over the fence. The problem persisted for about three or four weeks, culminating in a pair of boxes being hung from a tree, again fully loaded. 
unfortunately Shat the Ripper has since moved onto pastures new and our tree-lined streets are once again a picture postcard of cigarette books, butts, SFC chicken boxes and upended tisky cans. Stay safe and keep up the wonderful work. Uh, all the best, Matt in London or Shat yeah. in London as I call him. Yeah. I think he's protesting. He seems to know an awful lot about this. He seems to be always, he's always at the scene of the crime. Yeah. Always, because like... He's got a motive. Arson. He's got the opportunity. Always scan the crowd <laughs> when uh, people are like, uh, you know, look watching a, a, an arson, yeah. watching a fire. They always exactly. go back and have a look, don't they, the exactly. arsonists? I think, I think you're absolutely right. And this was very much an, an arsonist. arsonist. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Fantastic. Well, if you've got any more stories like that, go any more like that. Uh, hello at LukeandPeteShow.com you can also get in touch via uh, Twitter if you want at LukeandPeteShow uh, and uh, yeah stay safe leave us a review on uh, iTunes that really helps inexplicably in 2021 that really yeah. helps and tell your friends about us and uh, yeah don't shit your pants please don't shit your pants and please if you, don't shit and your pants and if you, if you do don't throw your pants on someone else's driveway <laughs> don't, just don't terrible behaviour bad admin very bad. Mm. Uh, thank you very much for listening. As Pete says, all the admin's done. So all that's left for me to say is goodbye. Have a great weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll see you next week. Uh, see you on Monday. And if you have got a battery brand, don't forget you need to attach a photo. Or we True. can't take it seriously anyway. True, true, true. And I am talking to you, Gustav. Uh, <laughs> thank you very much, guys. See you later on. Show is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.